This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And good evening, kids and kittens. Welcome to the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition. I'm your old Uncle Ed. Here, alone, very much alone. John Shannon is with us. We're having technical difficulties. It's typical technical difficulties week. We hope you're enjoying it. That, of course, was uh, Professor Graham Medley giving us the message that we feel is most important here in these uh, rough times. It is, what is it? It is Wednesday night, April 22nd, 2020. Uh, I trust you all had a good day. Trust you. You did what you had to do. You avoided who you had to avoid. You quarantined. You sheltered in place. You, uh, you, you wore your mask. You wore your gloves. You, you disinfected everything you had to disinfect and just overall just had a good day. Me, I managed to get all six of my naps in today and uh, we're, just, we're just feeling fantastic about it. Hey, like Gerald said in the open, if you'd like to give us a call, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. On the Twitter, it's at Taxi Stand Hour. And of course, if you're at a payphone, as always, you may call collect. So as we're we're waiting to get John uh, all hooked up here, he's uh, again again trouble with our Midwest connections. Uh, there seems to be, uh, I think I think a gopher chewed through one of the transmission lines. I think that's our problem right now. Uh, he can hear me, and uh, so hopefully we'll get him part- participating in the show at some point. So here we are. Excuse me. Excuse me. I just had a bad reaction to a Tic Tac, which, believe you me, in my life, that's a horrible thing. It is just horrible. So, I watched, (coughs) and again, excuse me, that's that's from swallowing poorly. I watched the uh, briefing slash rally, if you will, today, and... Uh, honestly, I'm just I, I'm just so over it. Uh, today, Dr. Rick Bright was was demoted. He works in the in the Trump administration. He was the guy in charge of 
uh, uh, the, the federal vaccine agency. He came out the other day and basically went against Trump when he said the whole hydrochloroquine thing was, there's nothing to that there, let's face it. There, there really hasn't been. Well, lo and behold, he winds up getting demoted today. At the, uh, at the Trump rally this afternoon at the James Brady briefing room, Here's here's what Trump had to say when asked about Rick Bright. Uh, Rick Bright, he's the head of the federal agency in charge of getting a vaccine out to, to Americans once it's ready. He says he has been pushed out of his job uh, because he raised questions about hydroxychloroquine uh, and some of your directives on that. Was he pushed out of that I, job? I never heard of him. You just mentioned a name. I never heard of him. When did this happen? This happened today. Well, I never uh, heard of him. Uh, if the guy says he was pushed out of a job, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. And you'd have to hear the other side. I don't know who he is. Please. And, and I never heard of him. Don't know who he is. Maybe he got coffee for us. I don't know. Haven't we heard this before? Uh, now, our, our, our brand new favorite reporter, reporter, uh, Weijia Zhang of CBS, I love saying her name, was, was asking, asking a question of Dr. Fauci. And let, let me play this for you. Why do you say he has great gifts or gifts? What, do you know him? No, no, but have you reviewed him? Have you, have you studied him? Have you reported on him? You said his gifts, his gifts. I mean, well, that doesn't mean you have gifts. I know a lot of people, they play baseball, but they can't hit 150 in the major leagues. No, no, but you talk about his great gifts. Uh, go ahead, please. Please. Sorry, kids and kittens. I, I let that uh, let that go a little long there because lo and behold, introducing the greatest new talent of 1936, who is also plowing my my own echo right back into my ears. John Shannon, ladies and gentlemen. How the hell am I doing that? I don't know, but you are, sir. But I'm just happy to have you here. Oh. I don't know. There, there's something. That I think the issue is in with the uh, uh, now source this time around. Uh, oh, okay. Like I don't, I don't even see you on the. Uh, I mean, I see a thing spin in here, but I, you're not coming through on it. All right. So, right. so th this is a technical issue here, kids and kittens. So, seeing as how John wants to talk about it on the air, let, let me throw a song up there. I'll let and you behind the curtains. That's just the kind of guy I am. Yeah, you are, but I don't really want to do this right here on the air. So, so I'm gonna okay. play. I'm gonna play a little tune. Let me let me find something. And as always, because John John was here, what half an hour early? No. Oh, oh no, that's right. He wasn't.
Oh, well, that was the Ramones here on the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition. Radio TFI. Now, why am I hearing them again? <laughs> because I hit the wrong button. That's why. <laughs> Folks, uh, Ed just likes the Ramones, I guess it is. I, it's, it's I hash- have no explanation for it. It's hashtag Big Type Professional Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I figured there's many listeners that just missed that. They were tuning in to see just how long it would take before something would flub up. You know? Yeah, well, we started right at the top because you weren't. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that. That We're going to save that for tomorrow with uh, Temper Tantrum Thursday. Oh, I got something lined up for Temper Tantrum Thursday. Oh, you're Ooh. gonna! Oh, oh, you're gonna love this. I'm suddenly feeling a sore throat. I get a mm-hmm. feeling he's gonna. <laughs> it's got nothing. It, it has precious little to do with you, sir. Precious oh, okay. little. Okay. Well, that's so, good. Well, the fact that it has anything to do with me worries me to some degree. <laughs> oh, so, so we, I guess let me do this to make it official. Go ahead. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the quarantine edition of the Taxi Stand Hour once again. Uh, from the Egan, Minnesota, <clears throat> excuse me, Northern Command Center, I'm John Shannon. i hopefully alive and well right now. No more flubs for the next uh, 51 minutes. And over there in uh, Queens, New York, patiently, patiently, patiently doing things over there. They do a stellar job. Uh, in the Radio TFI Tower, tell you, you'll never get that lucky, I'll never get that bored. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Once good again, evening, sir. Once again, good evening, kids and kittens. Uh, John forgets I opened the show tonight, which, by the way, I don't like doing. I do not like opening the show. I know. I, I That's just why don't. I thought I'd give it a good champagne bottle. Across the side, just to get it off. That would officially, ex- I guess. That would explain the bleeding out of my ear, then. <laughs> oh, as in I got hit with the bottle. Oh, I see. Okay. So today, I was gonna say notice so, had been set here. <laughs> so today, I don't have a lot fresh to play. I got some stuff from earlier in the week that we never got to that that we're gonna we're, we're gonna look into a little bit, but. There was uh, Anderson Cooper did a, an interview today with with the with the kook out in Las Vegas, Mayor Goodman. Goodman, though. yeah. And there she, she is. I have got a lot to unpack out of that. There are at least five different uh, bits of audio that I have to go through. Uh, uh-huh. I I could do twenty minutes of audio just on her alone. But we're we're gonna try to part down, parse it down a little bit for tomorrow. I just I just plain didn't have time. So uh, we got a little mishmash well, of, of stuff tonight. And again, some I of this. I got an idea for Las Vegas and Miss Goodman. Oh, bring everybody that's gonna go. Bring everybody that's gonna go to Las Vegas. Let them go. Just drop one big dome. We're top of them. Start in Henderson and yourself up in Summerlin. CBS did that show some summers ago, The Dome. Did they really? Yeah, there was a show called a, a Mysterious Giant Dome over this town. This show was, it was a summer show. It ran for three years, and it was just, it got really hard to follow. 
it was one of those they ran out of ideas uh that by the way that that is not the bricks falling down in the building that's john drinking his ice water uh well, i had to wash down dinner i'm sorry I, I i understand so uh no she just went kooky nuts today by the way you might be able to answer this question the mayor of las vegas and i'm asking this in all seriousness is that more of a ceremonial role or does this does the city council actually because i keep hearing people saying well she doesn't have anything to do with things on the strip or downtown well, I mean, here's the thing. Is she more of a cheerleader for the city, the the mayor's office? I know her husband was like the the world's giant biggest Vegas cheerleader, right? Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. Um what you know as the strip is not uh, actually in the city of Las Vegas. Oh, it's not. Uh yeah, it's um it's actually the name of the town is Paradise. It's an unincorporated, no unincorporated uh, city. So Las Vegas, as you know, the city limits is actually very small in size. No kidding. Yeah, and so yeah, it basically encompasses downtown Fremont Street. That kind of what you think of old glitter gulch. Old Old Vegas. Yeah. Old Vegas. Yeah. The strip's not part of yeah. Vegas. I. Mm-mm. I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Be- because being an unincorporated part of the county, I'm sure some of the building codes are a lot less stringent. There's there's things you can probably do in unincorporated paradise that you can't actually do in Las Vegas proper. Well, yes and no. State of Nevada probably has the most control. It's all incorporated into Clark County, which actually... Now that when I was there, Clark County was the the county police, county sheriff, or whatever. That was Metro. They were pretty much that was Metro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Similar situation uh, down in South Florida. Well, Dade County, uh, they they've got Miami Dade uh, police. That's Metro. Uh, in Broward County, where I live, there were a lot of. You really got to mute that when you do that, John. I'd appreciate it. I did. Oh, okay. Not anyway. Oh uh, God. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so when I moved to Broward County, there were a lot of unincorporated areas. Uh, that's now over. They oh, good gravy! It's got to be ten years at least. They they said it. Uh, uh, everybody had I uh, close to ten years to or a yeah. number of years to figure out. Who was going to incorporate where? There is no longer any unincorporated portions of, of that county except for the Everglades. Uh, every Everything civilized, uh, populated, I should say. <laughs> civilized, it's, it's not. But everything belongs to a city now. Uh, where, I was li- where I was living at the time, we had a choice between two cities. And there was a lot of debate. A lot of places voted for it. Uh, we wound up, we, where did we wind up? We wound up Oakland Park. I hated it. I, it was not what (laughs) I wanted, but I wanted Fort Lauderdale. Those were our choices. Uh, but 
Okay, yeah, no, but I get, you know, the whole unincorporated county thing. And I wasn't uh, aware, I was not aware that, you know, look, and when you're in the cab business, you know these things. People always used mm-hmm. to be, how do you tell the difference between one town? You just know, look, and especially like in Broward County, there were no long stretches in between towns. You just knew where the borders were, you know, on the different streets. Even though the street uh, numbering stayed the same, nothing changed. Uh, so, okay, that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. It's so weird you mentioned with the taxi industry at uh, here in Minneapolis and St. Paul. The uh, it's so weird. You got Minneapolis has their own taxi industry. St. Paul has their own. Washington mm. has their own. The airport has their own. Now Bloomington, nah, they're not as none of them are really stringent on it anymore. No, they, not they now. Really, no. they don't care since Uber and Lyft. They really. There was a time that it made it sense. There was a time it made sense, and you could enforce it. But now with everybody and their mother. Yeah, uh, you know, look, we had the same. We had a similar situation. Uh, we had cars that were licensed for here, but not there, if you will. But once Uber showed up, and it just, it not only, you know. Uh, by the way, we have some stuff. I've been picking up some morsels here for Saturday. Uh, we're actually going to uh-huh. get into. Uh, we're going to get into transportation a little bit here on on Saturday. Ken Coons will be so happy. Well, it's this is all about making Ken Coons happy. It's oh yeah, absolutely. I so, I, I still post updates on uh, on Facebook. You know, I know you're not a part of Facebook anymore, and that's a it's more for personal stuff. But I do have a couple people that aren't on Twitter that I know do listen to the show on a regular basis. So. Well, that's, there you go. Well, hello, folks. We're, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. So, no, he, uh, he's, I put one up and he says, well, I'm just afraid to listen now because all you are is a bunch <laughs> of left, left-leaning, left-wing, whatever and whatever. I just... <laughs> so if I kissed your furry ass and... Uh, <laughs> And said, yay, Trump, yay, Trump, would you listen? <laughs> I'm really not going to sell my soul to the devil that quick. Uh-uh. No. Uh, especially for that reason. I've, I've got some stuff on uh, that I save on uh, bookmarks. I bookmark on Twitter. By the way, I'm so glad I found this feature because now I don't have to email stuff to myself anymore. There's a, at one of these freedom rallies or whatever they're called, don't, you know, don't lock me down. There's a woman ho- holding holding up a sign that says, at the start of every disaster movie, there's a scientist being ignored. Yeah, I think I've seen that. That is, that is just fantastic. Okay. okay, you can't hear me right now, right? I can you hear you. hear me? I can hear you. Really? Yes, I can, sir. What an E. Samuel hell is going on? I don't know, but everybody else can hear you, too. Well, it's just like suddenly my mute button on my uh, on my um, uh, uh, mixer here is worthless as you know what. Uh, take, take your drink. I'll, mu- I'll mute you. Go ahead. Take your drink. Thank you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mute Mr. Shannon. I can see him. He's taking his drink. The clinking of ice cubes is. So now. 
Oh, geez, I didn't realize he was going to be chewing ice, too. <laughs> uh, here's something I came across today. For a lot of people out, a lot of people out there don't believe that Trump cut the U.S. pandemic response team. For those who might not be aware, he's also gutted, and I've got a list here. I won't read them all, but just some. Um, uh, let's see. The National Environmental Policy Act, the Endangered Species Act, the Clean Water Act, the Clean Air Act, let's see, the Safe Drinking Water Act, the Noise Control Act, the Solid Waste Disposal Act, uh, the Antiquities Act, the Historic Sites, Buildings, and Antiquities Act, Farmland Protection, Coastal Zone, National Wildlife Refugee, National Fish and Wildlife Act, uh, and River and Harbors Act. He has torn the living daylights out of everything. Uh, everybody stand by because we have a, a caller on the line. We have a caller? Yes, sir. Good evening. phone calls here? I'm having yeah. technical difficulties. Go ahead, Rolando. <laughs> but you You're guys should be like used us. to that, right? Technical difficulties. Anyway. Well, say, guys, maybe in the bedroom, but not in uh, not on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blue Pill take care of that. But um, yeah, I was just, uh, I know your ad was uh, going through this litany of regulations. See, Donald's just cutting all the red tape, Ed. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, I'm glad you explained that to me. Excuse me, just hold, hold. Excuse me, just a second. Just a second. What's that? Are we on? Yeah, he's he's doing yeah. the thing. So yeah, gonna, I just had to I got sneeze. a question for Ed. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you familiar with this? I see you're from Queens. You're in Queens right now, right? I am in Queens. Yes. Are you? Is the, are you familiar with Queens Boulevard, Queens, New York? Uh, sure, Queens Boulevard is two blocks away from me. Wow, you you know what used to be at Twenty Six Queens Boulevard? Uh no, probably not at the top of your head. <laughs> Maury's Wig Shop. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. I just got that shirt. It's it's actually uh, a character on The Goodfellas. Oh, oh, right. No, I, Rolando, you got to understand I'm not from Queens. I've been living here about a year, a little over okay. a year. I'm not from Queens. But yeah, no, so I thought, I, even a... I thought when you said that, when you said the name of the shop, I thought, is that the Goodfellas place? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh, so you see, you do. Wah, oh, sure. I just bring up some uh, fictional shop from the past. Hey, <laughs> hey, it, it's, it's all good. It's all good. When we get somebody on the phone, we're happy to talk about whatever. Yeah, I know. Well, you not, do you know, know that Ed's the king of queens, right? Yeah, as opposed so, to the king. Where's uh, the king of queens at? I have, Is he uh, <laughs> right in your neighborhood? <laughs> I have no idea where that was done. No clue whatsoever. Uh, probably in Cleveland. It was probably you're done supposed in, to be the queens expert? Come on, Ed. I know you've been oh, here the whole oh, year. No. No, no, no. No one has ever said I'm an expert on Queens. Now, you want to talk about Broward County in South Florida, I have a fair bit of knowledge oh. about that, 35 years there. But as Broward far as... Broward County? Broward, okay. Broward County, where Fort Lauderdale is. 
I lived there. Oh, okay. I, I was in the taxi business down there for 34 years. Oh, shoot. Forget about it. You know yeah. everything up to all the ups and downs. Well, I know a little 34 bit. 34 years. I know a little bit. <laughs> They're opening up to Florida, aren't they, along with Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee? Look, it's, well, it's the, a, the beaches are open in Florida. It, it's As far as I know, nothing else is, though, is it, Ed? Uh, it's not. Once they let the floodgates go, it's not going to. Remember, remember, in the state of Florida, your governor is Ron DeSantis. He's a uh, one of Trump's biggest sycophants. He he's a suck up from way back. Uh, I've I would the last election I voted in, uh, I voted against him in uh, in 2018. Uh, well, and, and I that's one reason I'm glad I'm out of there. But unfortunately, look, you've got Georgia opening up tomorrow. Uh, or is it the next day, Friday? And let's face Friday, it: yeah. how, how do you do how do you do social distancing, distancing or physical distancing when you're giving somebody a haircut or a tattoo? Hey, I, I'm like anyone else. I, I could use a haircut, but uh, I, you know, I'm willing to wait. I'm going back to the '70s. Meanwhile, hey, I just clipped it all off last <laughs> week. Ex John, he'll tell you, I'm I'm bald as a cucumber <laughs> right now. But I'm, I mean, I, I've made this point multi, almost every day on the show here in that, look, I get it. People want to go back to work. They want to get their lives back. So do I. We all do. But do we want to go through this wave again? How many people are we willing to kill to do this? And remember, we don't even know how many people actually have this thing. No, you're right. There's also... testing yet. There's... There's news coming out today that in California there were two people in February, not fe- uh, was it February? Yeah. Died in February yeah, it was fe- or December? Excuse me. Uh, December? Was it, was it December? No, no they died in February. It was oh, before. Okay. It was before our first official recorded death in the state of Washington, and right. other people are reporting they were sick in December. And now, Rolanda, we've Ooh. we've discussed this is that. One of the major problems with this COVID nineteen is that it doesn't affect two people the same. No, one part, one, you're right. You know, so there's no, and plus, most uh, many people don't show any signs; they're just carriers. So right now, for all I know, I'm a carrier, but I'm not sick. Yeah, but but how long are you a carrier? Is it the same kind of the length of time I, that I, a, I a don't, regular person that gets sick. I don't know. I'm just wondering That's, about that. That's just yeah, we it. don't know enough about we the goal. Exactly. Yeah. And sadly, nobody knows for sure. No. Not yet. That's no. the problem. It's going to be a while. That's all, right. All of our good out. doctors that are out here doing their level best, none of them have a clue what direction this is going to take next. No. No. And uh, so how are you holding up, Orlando? Good. I'm just glad I'm not living in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be part of that early experiment, you know, that we can learn from <laughs> up here in Minnesota, hopefully. Well, that's you that's know, un- that's unfortunately what's going to happen. You know, you've got a lot of these states have no, you know, and you know what? It, it, people could be doing it on their own. They sh- they don't have to be told. But this whole idea that I'm willing to risk somebody's life because I need a haircut or my roots need to be colored. I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta trim my unibrow, you know that stuff. Well, that's a, that sounds <laughs> like a whole different problem. 
So anyway, well, you well, know, I thought it looked, I missed the last night, but I thought I'll, I have time to, to check you gentlemen out because you cut it down to an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. We decided uh, we, we it's an ever changing thing here, this nighttime thing, and this will end once 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 our respective lockdowns end. Uh, um, See, in about twenty fourteen. Yeah. 2014 <laughs> or excuse me 2020 but yes we decided yeah, uh, instead of doing the music uh we'll just go back to what we basically do on saturdays and and we're enjoying okay. the, we're enjoying this a whole lot more just just yakking for an hour yeah i like it i like the format right then tonight that you have going on except for uh, as always the technical difficulties to start off that's the hallmark of our show. Here, here's oh, what, absolutely. Here's what. Here's one thing to know, Rolando, and anybody else out there. When you hear me start the show, something very something bad has happened. Seriously wrong. <laughs> something yeah, right. very wrong. Because the, John, the man in the North <laughs> command post has started. <laughs> because John well. starts the show. John is essentially the show runner here. So that when I have to do it, I'm running the board. I'm taking care of all the technical stuff, and I'm and I'm the funny one. Let's face it, John's not that. Funny. <laughs> but yeah, when yeah, hey, feel another, I feel another one coming here. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. John gets his John gets his licks in once in a while though. Yeah, he does. He, he does. He does. We we drop our gloves. By the way, speaking of dropping gloves, I watched the. Uh, I don't know if you get. I mentioned it to you, John, on Saturday. Uh, they played all three Ali Frazier fights on ESPN. Yes, did see oh, and, yeah. I, I, I thought that they were doing that, but I didn't catch it. Yeah. I did. I watched them all, and I realized I had never seen them because they were all on oh, pay per view. Oh. No, they were all on pay per view at the time, back in the day in the seventies. Closed circuit. Closed circuit. Correct. Closed circuit closed circuit mm -hmm. so i had never actually seen those fights i've seen pictures and clips but i yeah, so, clips. Yeah. now i'm a guy that gave up on boxing uh i was i was a boxing fan but the sugar ray leonard uh marvin Hagler fight i don't know if you're familiar with that yep yep i watched okay. it yeah it was a I disaster Hag fight fan Hagler beat him senseless he won won by mm -hmm. rounds there was no question he won that fight but because Sugar Ray was pretty and the reigning champ, they gave it to him. And that was the last time I, I watched a boxing match. That was it, huh? Yeah, that was it. Enough was enough. Look, I always accepted the fact that there look, there were dirty dealings in boxing. Boxing is not a clean sport by any But you you know, it's Sugar Ray was the money man, so I understand that they but gave him the benefit. But he, you know? no. No, Hagler won that fight going away. If you knew anything at all about boxing, even if you didn't, I think mm -hmm. that was a 12 well, I watched it, yeah. I know. I, I knew I it was close. When I... It wasn't close. It wasn't close. Uh, uh, Hagler won, I think, about eight or nine of the rounds without question. I mean, he literally, he literally beat Leonard senseless. Uh, and all Sugar Ray did for most of that fight was cover that pretty face of his. But yep. then he'd pity pat at the end to try to steal around. That's what yeah. he's good at. He'd, he'd open up towards the end of a round. Yeah, but try to steal but around. and he, you know, you know. I mean, let's face it. You know, it's it's all subjective. These judges, and 
And I'm sure some of it was from influence by outside sources to drop the neutrality. Oh, of course. Oh, there's no what happened. And again, that's why I finally said mm-hmm. that's enough. I accepted X amount of of dirty business in the, in the sport. But that to right. me that crossed the line because only because it was so obvious. This wasn't 12 rounds of evenly matched okay, the decision goes to the, to the reigning champ. That was understandable. Basically what was going to have to happen there was Hagler was going to have to come in, not only knock him down, but knock him out about 8 times. They weren't going to give. They weren't going to give Leonard. They weren't going to give him decision. No, not not by any stretch of the imagination. And that did it for me. But again, I see something like this. Ali Frazier. Well, I was a kid at the time. I was a teenager when when all that was going on, and uh, you know we were all big into the fights, and uh, it was a big thing for us. And, and I, mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you a very quick boxing story. NBC had a fight on. I think it was. Ali and Jerry Cooney. Uh, if you don't recognize the name Jerry Cooney, I understand. I do. Okay. No, that's the Soul Brothers versus the Quarry Brothers, man. Wasn't it Bob Foster fight fought his brother? Mike Quarry and Undercard? <laughs> Not Jerry Quarry. Not Jerry Quarry. Maybe it was Jerry Quarry. No, Mike Quarry. What was okay. his brother's name? Wasn't it Mike Quarry? Bob Foster fought. It was, it was the Soul Brothers versus the Quarry Brothers. They, no, they I'm talking... I'm talking, about, called it. <laughs> I'm talking about Jerry Jerry Cooney. Cooney. Oh, Cooney. Oh, Cooney. Jerry Cooney. Wait, no. Who, 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 you mean who fought? Ali never fought Cooney. Uh, then it, then it must have been. It was some big, some big white dope. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. Chuck Wep- And it wasn't Chuck Wepner, the Bayonne Bleeder. But, but oh, anyway. the Bayonne Bleeder. <laughs> yeah. I, I met him in person, too. That's another. I told that story last week. Anyway, so that's a whole another story. That is a whole another story. You know, so Rocky became out of, came out of that. Oh, go ahead, though. <laughs> so so this uh, so this fight comes on again. I'm a teenager at that time. NBC had prime time had this fight. It was a heavyweight mm-hmm. fight. I, I want to say it was Ali Cooney again. Whoever it was, pretty sure Quar- it was okay. Uh, uh, it wasn't Quarry, huh? It wasn't Jerry no, Quarry. Then who else? No. Anyway, anyway, so the fight's about to start, and this is before VCRs and all that. So my, my old man, my brothers, they're all, we're all sitting around, all my brothers are younger than me, and you know, mm. we're, all get, we're all ready for the fight. So just the fight is about to start, the bathroom opens up. Mind you, I come from a household of six kids, and my two parents, yep. and we have one bathroom, so you took your opportunity. So I figure, okay, it's the beginning okay. of the first round. I'm okay. I go into the bathroom. As I'm in there, I hear ding, 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 ding. What happened? Every, he got knocked out in like 40 seconds of the first round. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm pretty sure it was Jerry Cooney, but I could you know I could Cooney be wrong. But Cooney never fought. Uh, Cooney never fought Muhammad Ali, according to the, maybe it was Larry. Frazier. Here. He fought Larry Holmes. Yeah. He did. Maybe it was Holmes. Holmes. Maybe it was Holmes. Norman. Maybe it was Holmes. But whatever it was, the fight ended in the first round. I mean, quick. I mean, quick. Quick, quick. Forty right. seconds. Yeah, that, that happens in heavyweights. Holy, could happen fast. Yeah. Yeah, Holy. yeah. Well, well. But I get, like I said, I get, I had given up boxing. But to see this, and I didn't realize how. I mean, Ali was not the Ali you thought he would be in that first fight. I was shocked at watching him. He just didn't. 
He just didn't have it in him. Now, the second fight, yeah, it was a whole different thing. Oh, man. Oh, man. It was, he was toying with them and teasing them, doing the rope a dope. And, you know, they say, Orlando, you remember. Go ahead. You remember uh, uh, Cecil Clevenger, don't you? Yeah. His son, Ronald. Is that the grandson or the son, Ryan Clevenger? Uh, uh, Well, Ronnie uh, was the grandson. But I remember, and I forget which one of those, but it was closed circuit circuit at the Civic Center. Um, I went to, I forget which one it was, but one of those three fights I saw. It wasn't Ali Ali versus Antonio Inoki, was it? (laughs) The wrestler? No, no, no. This was uh, one of the Ali Frazier fights. A Frazier fight? Mm. Yeah, it was one of the three Ali Frazier fights. Wow, it must have been a third one. The Thriller in Manila. Might have been. Uh, that was a good fight. By the way, that was a good fight, yeah. the Thriller in Manila. That that was the last oh, they fight. Gave it, they, gave it, they went all out in that fight, both of them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was. Now, if we don't get Trump well, in there with somebody. Show that again. Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Putin would so, kill, kill Anyway, gentlemen, I just thought because I had this shirt. I ordered this shirt and it came. And by the way, I thought of Ed. In the basement in Queens, and I had a, <laughs> I had to call you guys. I said I got to drop a drop a dime on Ed and see if he's familiar with the. But I didn't know you were only there for a year, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, and how much time in the basement? <laughs> since I got here. Since, since you got, I, here? He's since just I like, got here, he's just <laughs> like Steve Cannon. He's in the basement studio. <laughs> All right, Rolando. Well, we anyway, appreciate you calling, pal. Yeah, you guys have a good evening, as always. Keep up the good good work, and stay safe, stay healthy, avoid that cold monster. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to have me a Corona right now. All right, All right gentlemen. You do so. Have one for me. Good night now. Talk to you later. Right. Good night. All right. All right. That was. So, well, yeah, well I did see. Of course, that was back, I think, in seven. Wasn't. Uh, Thriller, Thriller in Manila in 74 or there close to 70, 74? 74, 70, yeah, something like that. Something I know like that. my mother that. was still alive. But, uh, no, that was, uh, that was the, that was the, that was the golden age of boxing. I'm sorry, you know. Maybe it's just because I'm old and you know, I just, nothing seems to be what it, you know, as good as it was back in the day. But, eh, you know, I still, they're not going to make any, they're not going to make them like Ali and Frazier and Foreman and Larry Holmes even. <laughs> yeah. I am desperate to find out what this fight was that I, uh, 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 that I watched that night or didn't watch as a matter of fact nah. because because it was a one rounder and I could swear I could swear it was uh anyway well we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure it out there's uh <laughs> there's a you know uh Orlando if you're listening I've told the Jerry uh not the Jerry Cooney the uh Jerry Quarry no 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 the Bayonne Bleeder Chuck Wepner story I've told oh, yeah. that before. We 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 encountered him on an East Side 
bar, east side of Manhattan back in the day when my friends and I were young, skinny, and handsome, and we all had hair, and it was, <laughs> it was quite, the, quite the thing. But we encountered Mr. Wetner at our favorite watering hole. We were 21, mm. 22 at the time. So some we were regulars at this place, and we got introduced to him. And a little later on, one of my one of my pals, so uh, you know, we were, he says, "Man, he don't look that tough. I could take him, you know. He, look, I've watched him fight. I said, you've watched him fight professional boxers. I promise you, he will wipe the floor with you. <laughs> he may not be able to beat Muhammad Ali, but I promise you, he will beat you." <laughs> First, my favorite Chuck Wepner memory is when he got his ass kicked by Andre the Giant. Well, there, you know, it's uh, that's. I mean, Wepner wasn't a small man either. No, I again, I've stood next to him. I've stood next to him. I, I, I geez, no, 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 no. You know, I, I was, I'm kind of looking through some things here. Uh looking for this and I keep coming across the name Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was a hell of a fighter. And uh-huh. always always keep in mind he was never a boxer. He was a fighter. He was an animal. Right. He was an animal. You have there's distinctions. You have fighters, you have boxers. Uh Ali most definitely was a boxer without question. Frazier had his moments in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Uh but um uh, okay all right john what else you got for us here i got a few headlines here that are uh floating around uh uh the store chain Publix. i'm sure you're familiar with them it's where shopping is a pleasure excess, yeah they're buying excess milk and produce from farmers and donating it to food banks that's nice so how many, uh, I mean, I'm assuming they're all over Florida. Or do you know if they're in any other... States, yes. Uh, state? Are yeah. They? Uh, yeah, there are multiple states. They're in a lot of the southeast. That's really where they are. Okay. Georgia. Uh, they're in South Carolina, because I've been to a Publix in South Carolina. A uh, number okay. of states like that. I think Kentucky, Tennessee, that kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they're they're good. Like I said, I, I've talked about it before. They their employees, you best not be walking towards them because they will not move for you. I can't. <laughs> I cannot explain it. Any public supermarket I have ever been in, if I'm walking down an aisle and there's a public employee coming at me, you know, normally it's okay. Defer to the customer. Nope, nope. They'll run you right over. I or, got a job to do. <laughs> yep. You know what? He might have been right about Jerry Quarry. But yeah, okay. What what else you got going there, pal? Well, first off, seven five four eight zero zero chat, seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you would like to get involved in the conversation here, we're just kinda keeping it loosey goosey here after yet another uh technical malfunction here, but so so meanwhile while he's uh Failing miserably at this, uh, at um, protecting and doing the right thing for uh, with uh, uh, COVID nineteen, he's gonna sneak through the other way and is going to uh, uh, sign an executive order 
on Ingram, excuse me, immigration on Wednesday. He's sealing the borders. Mm-hmm. He's sealing the borders. And all right, give me a frickin' break. I do know there may be some reason to uh, to watch your border. You know, watch your borders a little closer now. But he's talking. It looks like he's talking about sealing the borders. Excuse me. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's coming in. I got news for you, pal. I I, I watched mm-hmm. him talk about this today. It immediately mm-hmm. launched into talking about the wall. Oh, we of course. Get, we got 175, 170 miles now. We're going to have 500 by the end of next year. Dude, you're not going to be around by the end of next year. Uh, so You know what the sad part about it is? Oh, I got At this of- point in time. <laughs> well, there you go, but there it would be such a waste of time and money for the next president presumptively Joe Biden to tear that wall down I mean you know you you don't want to spend especially after recovering from this I think that's going to be I think that's going to be so low on the list Mm. I, I honestly I wouldn't even that's not even something I'm thinking about. What's there is there. Look, it's a porous wall. You can people can climb over it. I'm not concerned about it. Mm-hmm. I'm really not that concerned about it. It's not. It's a. It's a monumental waste of funds, effort, and all that. It, it's you know, it it always was going to be. It was never going to be complete. You physically cannot build this wall. There's a little thing called mountains and rivers and whatnot in the way. Uh, so, what if I mean, Trump's ever really studied the geography of the area? Stop. Or listen to anybody that has. He probably thinks there's a dotted line on the ground to show the border. Yeah. Eon, even, or fluorescent. Well, he probably thinks it's like a map, and somewhere in the middle of the state of Texas, you'll see the big T E X A. You know. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I don't for a second. The results believe. may vary. any results look this is a guy who's so smart he won't let anybody see his grades from school you know Mm -hmm. i'm I'm not stable genius Uh, exactly that's what i wanted to play well it looks like north korea has uh um found their uh replacement for kim jong-un his sister he must be in rough shape yeah kim yo jong yeah, I wouldn't put any stock into any of that until we know. That's that's just speculation right now. For all we know, he's been dead for a month. I mean, God only knows. We don't know. You know, that's... We don't know. Don't know, really. And I'm sure the COVID-19 has swept through there. I'm sure. Oh, sure. I'm sure it's swept through. And there's no telling. For all we know, half the people in that place could be dead right now. I mean, we honestly do not know. Uh, and we won't know until, well, I don't know when, when or if we'll ever know, but. Well, if you can smell, if you can pick up the smell of rotting flesh after a while coming in, coming out of that country, you'll yeah, pretty much know. Oh, by the way, I, it's something I came across today on Twitter. Uh, we have, oh, wait a second. I got to give it a. 
it deserves it from oh. a, from Alex Cole at uh, AC Newstistics Newstistics N E W S I T I C S. Two of the scariest things to realize about this pandemic: one, we're only as safe as the stupidest person in America; two, America is America's stupidest person is Donald Trump. Jeez. Just a little Very something. Very true. Just a little something I, I thought I'd uh, put up there. Uh, Miss Lindsay has something out today that I just refuse to even be a part of. Uh, You're not in the mood for that crap. I am I not in the tell. mood for Neither her. Neither am I, really. Not in the mood for her. I'm not in the mood for uh, Moscow Mitch. Uh, I got I got a piece of audio I want to pl- I'm desperate to play. But it's perfect for Temper Tantrum Thursday. It is. We'll probably okay. we're probably going to lead with that with this tomorrow. This is how how much I'm looking forward to. Uh, and once again, the ceiling's not falling down. It's John chewing on ice, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You'll hear this. Yes, sir. Your mic's not muted at all. That's unbelievable. It may be, but we'll deal with that in about 10 minutes. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. I can't believe that. Believe it. By well, the way, by the way, you'll be happy to know that the, uh, uh, the, the technical support team left today from Minnesota. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, left today from? From here, oh, from Queens. The, the the team left. They they have the uh, the radio TFI mobile with everything you should mm-hmm. need and a couple of extra goodies. And hopefully we'll have you back back on track by Monday. I, I don't know that we can get them there by Saturday, but certainly certainly for Monday's show you should be bright and chipper oh god i hope so yeah you and you and me both and the listening audience (laughs) believe you me i i I don't know what else to uh so in essence what you're telling me is even if i lower my mic down there you can still hear me yeah well i can't hear you now So basically huh you know what you can do uh, I'll, I'll tell you off the air. We'll talk about this off okay. the air. Okay. And uh, okay. oh, look at that. President Trump and First Lady uh, Melania Trump participated in an Earth Day tree planting. Or, as we like to call it, digging the graves of the people that they're killing. Yeah. Well, they better are going to have to plant a tree. We're going to have major sized forests in the middle of large cities. Did you ever see the show... Uh, a world after or after people it was on it was on national geographic or one of those and they would take you through it didn't matter they wouldn't it didn't matter why the people were gone but now people are suddenly gone so what do our cities and whatnot look like and they show you a year later and 10 years later and a hundred years later and a thousand you know all these different and in the meantime they explain why things you know uh you know, steel buildings will last longer or, or, you know, suddenly, you know, once there's nobody around to uh, keep track of the weeds and, and the green stuff, it will just overtake 
uh, everything. If you've ever seen the movie I, I, I Am Legend with Will Smith, there's that scene, great scene of him walking around Manhattan. And it's all overgrown. There's deer. There's, you know, lions and, and what have you. And that's that's kind of what it'll look like once once we go. Which appears the planet has decided our time is really... <laughs> Had a good run here, people. But We, we did. We did. But uh, wave goodbye. Say I'm adios. Hit the reset button. Say adios and see ya. Because the turtles now want to take over. <laughs> Are they the teenage mutant type? Hard to say. Hard to say. They're, <laughs> they're, they're laying low. You know, I read some, I saw something very interesting about turtles today. They don't okay. they don't live in their shell. The shell is part of them. I thought they shed the shell eventually. No, that's it's like your bones. It's bone. Ah, uh, it's somewhere on Twitter. I'll have to find it. I'll send it to you. But and, and they had a side view of a turtle, a cutaway view, and it was like, oh, oh, you mean so he doesn't have a little dining room table in there and a little stove and a kit? You know, it's not like an RV. You know, oh, okay. <laughs> and and the, the one thing the uh, author was going on about was, he says a lot of people have grown up thinking turtles, their anatomy is they've you know. They're one little thing with four legs, and they can come in and out of their shell. But it's not. They had, There's the front of them, the back of them, and then the shell's in the middle. The shell is, you know. Oh, by the way, I almost forgot. Uh, the Trumpster at the, uh, at the rally today was throwing Governor Kemp under the bus. Uh-oh. Something fierce. It was interesting. I haven't seen anybody say anything about it, though. Uh, of course, of course. Once he started talking about Kemp, he started talking about how how the they beat the the Democrats down there. Barack Obama came in, and Michelle Obama, and Oprah, and everybody else. But we, <clears throat> you know, uh, but we beat him. We beat him. He couldn't. He couldn't beat our guy. Of course, it was a she that ran against him for governor. Stacey Abrams. <laughs> that's that's your president, sir. That's that's your president. Uh, my president. Uh, me t- oh. I I do I do quite well following the marching orders of one uh, Tim Walls, our governor. To the uh, best of my ability. Uh, Tim Walls, he uh he is he red or blue? He's, or excuse me, blue rather. Okay, yeah, weren't they? Uh, they weren't they? Pro- yeah, they were protesting at his house, or was it the governor's mansion? Yeah, they were in front of the governor's mansion. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, look, we all—if we all get to give up our lives, so that some uh, redneck can get a haircut. Boy, howdy! I suppose it's worth it. I suppose it is. Uh, very interesting meme I saw. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, uh, they show a, a fellow with with all the all the requisite gear, the AK forty seven, the vest, and all that. Uh, you know these preppers. Oh, I can live ten months down underground in my in my uh, you know my bunker. Really, you can last ten months down there, but you couldn't do two weeks without a haircut. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just. <sighs> 
look, kids and kittens, we've said it before. We'll say it again. We're, like it or not, we're all in this together. And just, you know, just deal with it. Uh, look, I took the clippers to my head and I shaved it clean. That's me. That's me. If it gets too long, either cut it yourself or get a rubber band. Grow it long enough so that you need a rubber band. And I understand hair cutters and tattoo artists and everybody needs to get back to work. But guess what? You can't do any kind of physical distancing given a haircut. And by the way, Dr. Birch yesterday, uh, she was asked that question. How are these people in Georgia supposed to be, do, be doing social distancing? And she, she basically tapped out and said, well, I guess they'll figure out a way. And, other, and instead of saying, hey, no, this is a bad idea, but heaven forbid she doesn't want to get, you know, piss off the boss. Such, you know, such a little thing like details, huh? Well, you know, why, why tell the truth? It, it's what good has it done anybody yeah. lately? I mean, honestly, uh, but that's okay. It's all a hoax. Nobody's really dying. Uh, I get a kick out of, uh, there's been pictures of some people out there. There's one fellow, and I don't know if he meant it as a parody or not. He was holding up a sign that said COVID-19 is a hoax while in head to toe PPE. I mean, he had the, he had the whole, uh, suit, the white suit, the gloves, the mask and everything. I don't know if he was being ironic or just an idiot. I, I, I want to lean towards idiot, but you know, in this day and age, uh, Oh, I want to play this very quickly before we go. This is the Brazilian president. I want you to take a listen to this report. We'll squeeze it in. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro joined a group of protesters in Brasilia on Sunday to demand an end to quarantine measures meant to slow the spread of COVID-19. He didn't wear a mask and, in fact, coughed several times while addressing the crowd of a couple hundred. Some of the protesters were also urging military intervention to close down both Congress and the Supreme Court, which have supported social isolation measures. Bolsonaro called his supporters patriots and said that their freedom, their liberty must be guaranteed. Where have we heard that before? Yeah. And I found that interesting. In several to, southern states. Or in the White House. Yeah, that too. So anyway. Oh. I guess that's our cue. Well, in that case, I guess it's my turn to tell you again that from Eden, Minnesota, in the Northern Command Studio, this is John Shannon, and I got the money. I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? See ya! Too much.